Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages. Have you ever used one of those dating apps? Have you ever swiped and figured what happens on the back end of that? Could it be better with blockchain? Coming up, my next guest has promised to deliver love in the metaverse. All right, please welcome Zachary Martin, the CEO of TrueU. Welcome to the channel, Zachary. How are you doing today? I'm honestly doing wonderful. <laughs> How are you doing, Monty? I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, man. Uh, so this is actually take two for us. We had a trial run of this. Fantastic information, uh, but we had some sound issues. So this is take two for us, but it's going to be even better, more efficient, more poignant. And now I know what's going on with uh, a secret we're going to leak here in just a little bit. So I've got a little bit of inside knowledge, but we're going to hold on to it till a little later on in the interview. Before we jump into all that, though, please, for the audience who may be unfamiliar with you personally, can you give us a little bit of background on you? And then we'll jump into the True You app and figure out how is that going to change the landscape that's in existence today? Sure. Um, I am classically trained as an ICU nurse. Uh, so a lot of my background uh, is around human biology, social psychology, um, dealing with helping people in all different sorts of ways. Uh, a lot of empathy, right? I feel it. Great background to jump into a, a dating app where people have to find those connections. Is that what drove you to create the app in the first place? Your, your experience there in the, the healthcare world? Well, um, I feel like the perseverance, skills, and experience that I've garnered over the last three years working as a nurse in the ICU has definitely helped. I've always been fascinated by the potential avenues available through technological innovation. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the greatest being the potential of digital currencies, uh, which introduce, in my opinion, an entirely new potential avenue for incentivizing interaction. Uh, throughout the last few years, given my position, some of the most demanding duties were continuous adaptation based on critical thinking and acting as a mediator of patients and familial connection. I was a first-hand observer to the social disconnect perpetuated by current available applications, which coaxes a short-term mindset. Uh, it was basically through that and, and honing of those skills and an understanding of social psychology and biology that I developed True You, with the goal of introducing incentivized systems to facilitate human interaction. Wow, so there's much more background and thought process that goes into this. You're talking about the psychology of connections. That's really amazing. Um, when you see people connecting, what is it that makes, you know, true you different than one of the other apps that's out there out there now? How is that psychology coming to play? For sure. Uh, so basic apps nowadays generally fall in all the same bucket, which there there's no real algorithmic matching that goes on. It's typically just bucket matching. So they just give you a giant bucket of however many people within a certain distance of you uh, that meet whatever specifications that you have, like gender or sexual preference, mm -hmm. and basically just let you sort through it all yourself. Uh, you spend your time, you spend your energy. I mean, these are these are things, time is one of the only resources that you never get back. Mm -hmm. True. So, one of the main goals really here was to one, introduce a system where we can incentivize that process, basically make people want to do it more 
um, while also making it kind of exciting and, and interesting. Great. Now, I think your token is called Trust, right? Correct. So how does Trust come into play and how does that make it a better ecosystem to interact with? For sure. The Trust token as a token in itself has the sole job of backing every single mechanism within the tree ecosystem. So the primary focus is on swiping. Currently, mm -hmm. a user spends the trust token to swipe on a user, which innately attributes a value to that swipe because the token has a value in the market. And so they're spending that value in order to swipe on the person. Now, figuratively, they're burning trust, the token trust, by sending it to the system, to the platform in itself as a fee for that swipe or a fee for sending a gift or a fee for joining an AR or a VR date. Uh, the, the task list goes on, but generally the entire mechanism is to build an ecosystem that's centered around attributing value to these innate social interactions. Got it. Now, when they when somebody uses trust to, to buy a gift or, or make a connection, um, it's not really truly deflationary, really, right? Like th those those trust tokens will be recycled into the ecosystem. However, if I'm understanding this correctly, as the ecosystem grows, there's still only a defined amount of trust, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how, how does somebody obtain the trust outside of, you know, the initial offering? Sure, the, a user can either gain trust well, technically, there's a few mechanisms that are, that are in the works, uh, one of which being the staking system with an app. So you can stake the trust token and it gives you a discount on swiping or using other features within the app. On top of that, you get a staking reward on a daily basis that you can basically take from and use however you want within the app. Um, another way is obviously you can buy it from the market at whatever price the currently available market kind of prices it at. Sure. We're also going to innately, well, I keep saying innate, we're going to basically put this new structure within the app where you can purchase the trust token uh, potentially straight from USD. Um, ideally, just kind of simplifying that process for the end user it so they can have access to the app without needing this deep crypto knowledge. Got it. So embedded in the app, uh, that might be the easiest way to get it. You can get it on marketplaces as well. And um, you could, you, you could, I guess you could buy it on the open market. Um, so it, there's real world use for it. We're talking about staking here and using it. Um, I think that's really, really critical. So it's not just sort of a token to hold uh, for access, let's just say. They actually need to expend it and use it or they can stake it. So people are encouraged to, to hold a certain amount of it. I think that's key when people look at the tokenomics of it. Um, I didn't want to jump into the tokenomics right away. I think it was good to have that sort of background to understand, okay, what are we going to use this token for? Um, but there has been some questions raised from the community about tokens, token releasing, because you had some pre-seed um, investors into the token. I want to bring up a, a chart here, and I think this will look familiar here for you. There we go. And I was hoping that you could walk us through this chart and explain, you know, what was uh, what was that initial, um, you know, release? What did it look like? What's the timing? I see, you know, lots of bar graphs. It looks like in waves here and um, team tokens come into play, too. And the community is always asking, OK, so, you know, how do we know, you know, the team's not bought in? When are, when are they getting released? Um, and so let's let's get that out in the open and, and let everybody know. Go ahead and walk us through that. Yeah, for sure. It, it gets 
incredibly interesting because this chart, some might notice, some with keen eyes, that this chart is just slightly different than the chart that we uh, shared within our public sale announcement the other day. That's completely and solely through us making iterations to the scheduling based on feedback from the community. Mm -hmm. One of the main changes that we made, we initially had private sale and public sale uh, coming out in very low percentages uh, early on around month two. Now we push back private sale distribution to month six. So they don't get their first percentage until month six. Uh, public sale is month five. Pre-sale gets their tokens immediately so they can basically take advantage of a current market price, which we did uh, decrease the ideal price of trust as well from 0.07 algo to 0.05 algo. We've mm -hmm transferred that algo pricing to USD based on the price of algo at the time of sale. So you can actually see straight up that the pricing is actually not so significantly different than it was at the time. And then on top of all of that, team tokens don't even get released until month 20. So we are massively incentivized to not only build the ecosystem, but to get these tokens cycling around as much as humanly possible before month 20 so that we can continue to generate revenue for the future. Right. Yeah. So that's that's key there. So people know that hey, you're you're bought in. It's in your best interest to make sure that the ecosystem is really kind of moving along. You're bringing on users, you're bringing on folks who can, you know, find those connections. Um, some people may just want to stake, I think, and that that's okay too. Um, but your your primary focus is to get people to use the app um, on a regular basis. Now, we'll take the chart down and circle back around to the app itself. So initial audience i have to assume is going to be targeted towards crypto friendly folks people who are you know really kind of you know familiar with the ecosystem comfortable having a wallet comfortable with keys that sort of thing but is the idea to to really narrow it down and, and work on that niche or is this going to be something that is um competing on a wider scale with people who don't even realize this blockchain behind the scenes i mean end goal obviously is to make it completely seamless to where the user doesn't even understand that they're using crypto to begin with. Mm -hmm. We want to integrate it into the system so that it's as easy to, to interact with as humanly possible. Um, so basically, uh, the current way that the market is set up, we are targeting a crypto audience initially because that's the audience that's most familiar with the you know Algorand blockchain and getting a, giving us feedback on kind of our initial functionalities. The goal over time really is just to make sure that we reach out to millennial gen z between 18 to 24. Um, we already have specific cities with uh, millennial populations greater than 20 percent that we're going to advertise in we already have specific demographics of uh, based on your gender based on your ethnicity and the differences in community and social interaction that uh, takes place is actually there's a significant difference in the level of interaction between like let's say Hispanic community and uh, Caucasian community there's mm -hmm. the the way that the family dynamics work is completely different and so that's something that we're really hoping to kind of hit on is to hit them where they're most interested to kind of grab their interest where where their interest lies great now are those overlapping with the crypto you know centric cities that you know the Austins the Miamis or is it completely different because you're working with just, um, you know, the demographics of, of a general population? Uh, it it kind of depends on what specific market you're trying to hit. Uh, a lot of 
crypto-centric cities are highly millennial because obviously we're the generation that's most likely to kind of work with newer technologies. Yeah. So that kind of makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah, I would think so. So let's talk about the IDEO. Um, time frame, roughly, what, three or four weeks from now, I think, something along those lines? I'd say that's a very safe schedule, yeah. Okay. And simultaneously, along with that, you've got a uh, beta test, I think, right? That should be you know, release somewhere along the same time frame? Uh, around the same time frame. Uh, although the, the beta test is pretty much primarily going to be centered around testnet. So we're going to make sure that our contracts are sound. Early Got on. it. Okay. Now you've already had alpha out there. Um, how, how was that process? What kind of feedback did you get? Um, did you have to shift gears on the fly? What lessons did you learn? Uh, it was, it was mainly team centered. So we didn't really want to release uh, what would be technically considered an unfinished project to the general community because then we feel that the feedback we would get wouldn't be as, as helpful as it would be kind of general team wise. Right. We did kind of shift gears a lot, kind of making sure that the ingrained machinations made sense over time. Like why would somebody want to do this? Well, the app can pay you over time. And, and that's kind of where our newer feature sets come in, including one that you kind of hinted on earlier on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, somebody who's looking at this IDO in several weeks and they, they, they hear staking, they hear, um, you know, your, your plans and they sound great to get new users on board. But somebody who's thinking long term is going to ask, okay, well, how is TrueU going to make money? What's the revenue plan here? Because if I buy tokens, if I buy trust and I want to stake it there, I want to make sure that the business is solvent. It's going to be around for a long time. So walk us through the revenue model um, so that we've got that comfort level uh, of you know what's going to happen in the next year and a half, two years, something along those lines. Sure. Uh, first, I'd like to kind of make known that I typically don't like to think in, in time intervals as short as one to two years. Mm -hmm. I, my shortest is five. Okay. Um, so thinking five years ahead, our main gener general revenue generation technique is going to be through platform aggregated fees. So there's a percentage that goes to the team wallet for every single transaction. And so that's one of the main reasons that it's so important for us to cycle the token through the ecosystem continuously. Uh, I mean, if you did the math, uh, Tinder gets... I think on its peak day, 1.4 billion swipes, that would clear our entire supply 14 times over in a single day. So it's incredibly important that we keep these tokens circulating, otherwise the system jams up. Um, yeah. So platform fees for sure. Sponsorships, we're gonna be uh, hopefully sponsored sponsored by partnerships through with a Metaverse and Web3 directed social applications. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of newer, you know, people are selling pro property on the blockchain, they're building their own metaverse societies. Yeah. These, these populations are are perfect, basically, for TrueU to kind of jump in and say, hey, you can interact with each other, but how would you like a closer social connection? Let's let's introduce TrueU into the picture. It's already got crypto, everything that you're already dealing with. It's just makes it easier for you to become deeper ingrained in the society that you're already in. Mm-hmm. Do you anticipate that a majority of the folks that make connections will make connections virtually, you know, maybe a metaverse type of a connection or, you know, some type of video conference like this maybe or something along those lines before they ever meet in person? 100%. If they ever do. The, the dynamics of the social 
gratification system of the brain has changed over the last three years, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are, are becoming more socially isolated, and that's one of the major issues that we're seeing is that uh, issues with depression and loneliness are starting to arise all throughout the U.S. in numbers that we've never seen before since the Great Depression. Uh, so it's going to be incredibly important to make sure that that social connection aspect of it is is highlighted most of all i mean i above all else i want people to be able to connect with each other to have that ability to interact mm -hmm. i am reminded now and i'll tee you up for for a release here of a of a movie called gattaca um, and several others actually gattaca's not the only one where in the future relationships are really strategized people are paired up based on like genetics and algorithms and you know it's it's very much controlled and something like this might sound like you know they're they've, they've pinpointed it on you know 85 different you know points of, of interest that you know this is the connection how do you insert some natural randomness into into the mix and make things in, enjoyable and fun and you know give a little bit of a, a an excitement a little spark there into something that could be very very controlled sure uh so a way to introduce randomness and excitement into the the system in itself would be through one of the features that we hope to showcase uh following our launch which is the mirror it's a an in-app integration where it basically randomly gives you a time that you're supposed to open up your app and then at that time, if you have the app open, it automatically pairs you with another user that's looking at the app at the exact same time. If you don't interact within a certain interval of time, it knocks you out and puts you back in the running to be met, met with another person mm -hmm. uh, as a way just to kind of give that initial push, that, that initial grasp of being able to speak with somebody and, and kind of have that connection because it's, it's that initial spark that typically pushes everything along. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. Um, the ability to just sort of get, you know, instantly paired up with someone. And there's very little pressure uh, because it might be somebody in your hometown. It might be somebody, you know, thousands and thousands of miles away for, for all we know. And you've got to have a, you know, a metaverse, you know, cafe date kind of a deal set up. Um, and then, you know, so many people meet that way in today's world already. Um, I, for instance, so I met my wife. I was living in uh, Detroit. She was living in California. It happened to be just a phone call, but it was a long distance thing to begin with. And lots of relationships start that way these days. Um, so I don't think that the distance really main, means what it used to now because we can have these instant conversations um, and virtual locations to go and visit and really get to know someone. And it feels like it's less pressure initially um, to get to know someone. So I, I like that feature quite a bit. Um, I'm really stoked about it. Uh, I think that the audience is gonna be stoked about it and the users, you're gonna get quite a few users who I think are just interested in that. You know, it's nice to see, you know, the normal stuff, you know, okay, they get to pick and choose, but the randomness of it, I think is gonna be exciting um, where you're just paired up with someone. Okay, so, sounds good. Um, so we, we figured out, all right, We've got an IDO coming up. Here's what the trust token is. Here's how it's going to be used in the system, staking, um, where it's going to be available, what the revenue model is, which is very interesting, this, these platforms, sponsorships, um, and the reach that you're looking at. It all sounds very well thought out. Um, I'm really excited to, to just see the, the you know, the, the future of this kind of grow and see what it becomes in, in the near future is just a bystander who, I don't know, we might see, you know, uh, dot algo connections all over the country now, huh? 
keep getting it. All over, all over the world. All right. Uh, well, before we let you go, anything else we want to let the audience in on um, regarding uh, the upcoming launch? Any other, uh, you know, any where would they follow you? What, what kind of social media um, outlets would they touch base with? Uh, we are on Twitter. Me personally, as Zé Trubin, um, True You uh, official True You platform is. I mean, every single platform you could possibly think of: Reddit, Telegram, uh, Discord. All of it's True You official. So it's really it. easy for us to get there. And another note I really want to share is, as in a person watching this video, make sure you take a look at our public sale medium again, because there have been alterations since the initial release mm -hmm. to kind of accommodate for these changes that we're making uh, to kind of further benefit the Upper Fund community. Yep. I appreciate your willingness to listen to the community and shift gears so quickly. Um, and I think the community really appreciates the fact that you paid attention. You listened and you shifted gears to sort of uh, make sure it's a, a fair and balanced um, process. So, um, Zachary, I'm excited to see what happens here over the next several weeks. We're going to see a lot of you uh, as you sort of gain momentum uh, until this next launch. You've got your, your plate full, my friend. Um, but I'm hoping that you'll visit us again uh, near the launch time. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be lovely to do that day. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody. As always, my name is Monty, and I am your crypto nerd. Bye, everybody.